Welcome to Eden Christian Center. Hey, before we get into our sermon series, you know, about Psalm 23, a good news to share with you. In today's second service, 11 o'clock service, we are going to baptize a couple. They're from China, a retired couple from China. And they just came here to visit their daughter for six months. But you know what? God touched their heart transformed their life that's that was not the way they were in china and that was never their plan to become a christian to know god in new zealand they just came here to visit their daughter but they attended our church by the invitation of their daughter they even joined the cafe team to serve with us so they decided to get baptized before they go back next week you know it's just about this what the sermon series is about, right? The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is a good shepherd. He will go out to find the lost sheep. I'm not talking about the lost sheep on Auckland domain. I'm not talking about somebody from 10,000 miles away in China, more than 60 years living in China, never knew God, never went to church, but God found them and bring them back to home and transform their life. This is what a good shepherd does, right? So Psalm 23, we are into week two. So today we are going to talk about God's provision. So my title is My Shepherd Provides. Psalm 23, verse one to three, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. In 20, uh, 2007, where I was um, working full time as a building contractor in the building uh, construction industry, I had a strong desire to kickstart my own business, okay? Because back then I was working for somebody else. So I, I wanted to start my own business, but the problem is I had no experience in business world. And I got an uncle and in the mid nineties, he started his own business as a manufacturer in Shanghai. Within a few years, he achieved the re remarkable success. We were very close, he was my favorite uncle. So he decided to come to New Zealand all the way from China to help me get things off the ground. Wonderful, hey? So, but he could only stay here for one week. So I just scheduled that week with back-to-back -back meetings with the brokers, agents, you know, accountants, lawyers, contractors, and a whole bunch of people in the industry. So that was a busy week. Besides my uncle's uh, business life, he's also a big fan of nature. He loves the trees, plants, you know, all kinds of nature things. So the natural, natural beauty of New Zealand was like a paradise to him. Okay, so wherever she go, uh, he goes, he always says things like, wow, look at this, this is incredible. Wow, hey, look at that. This is incredible. Now he, he was like a 
a little child in the Disneyland, you know. So she just, he just wants to stay here. He, you know, he doesn't want to go to dinner, to go to meeting, go home. You know, so sometimes I feel like I was his uncle. <laughs> hey, it's time to go, okay? All right, five more minutes. Five more minutes, okay? I remember one day we were on the way to a meeting, and my uncle, hey, 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 stop, stop, stop. Pull over, pull over. I was like, oh, what happened? Uncle, what happened? You know? I want to see the tree by the road. Pull over, pull over. I was like, come on. <laughs> Auntie, good to see you. <laughs> so he, I was like, hey, what, what, what tree? He just popped off, he, he popped off the card, completely cultivated, <clears throat> and said, hey, look at that. <laughs> That's incredible. I never saw trees like that in China. I was thinking, you know, I was totally lost, you know, I, impatient. I was thinking, come on, uncle. You are here for business, okay? You are not here for National Geographic, okay? <laughs> Let's talk about business. I didn't say anything out loud, but my uncle, he was very clever, you know. He read my mind like an open book. He knows what I'm thinking. So before he left China, <clears throat> on the way to, <clears throat> excuse me, to the airport, he said to me, hey, Shane, I've noticed you're always in a rush, okay? You're always in a rush, hurry. You know, let me tell you this. You have to learn how to take a pause, okay? You have to learn how to take a pause and focus on something outside your business if you want a long-term success. I didn't buy it. Okay, I said to my uncle, come on, uncle, you already got everything you want. Of course, now you can take a pause, right? Enjoy the moment. Oh, trees, oh, birds, oh, sunset. I don't have time for that, all right? Because you got everything already. I bet you were as busy as I am when you were in my age. He said, You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But our situations are different. What's the difference? He says, when I started my business, I didn't have someone in my life who can provide what I'm giving you now. That is the difference. So I want you to know, you don't need to rush or be anxious about quick results because now, you have me, and I'm here for you. Today, I just want to encourage some of you here, because I know some of you here might be feeling worn out by the busy life you have. You know, God wants you to know, you have me, and I'm here for you. Because our God is a good shaper. He will guide you, support you, and provide for you. So you don't need to rush or be anxious about quick results. Because God is right here for you. You know, we don't know how to rest sometime, right? 
because we got this kind of uncertainty in our lives. We don't know what is going to happen in our lives, so we just get busy and busy and busy because we live our life completely based on our ability, our understanding, and our circumstances. We live our life like a sheep without a shepherd. But today, God wants you to know he is your shepherd. He will provide for all your needs. I am your shepherd. You lack nothing. I will make you lie down in green pastures. I will lead you beside quiet waters. I will refresh your soul. You know, Psalm 23 is all about trusting God. Trusting God. The guy who wrote it, King David, is basically saying, I trust God to show me the way, take care of me, and provide for me because I know my God is right here for me. You know, David faced a giant Goliath in the battlefield when he was only a shepherd boy. And he was being hunted down by King Saul who wanted him to die. And he went through betrayal and political strife within both his family and his kingdom. Plus, he made big mistakes with a married woman and faced the consequences. Despite all those dark moments, David understood that when we put our trust in God's provision, it's as if we are his sheep and he's our shepherd. We will find rest, refreshment, and peace in him. So the big idea for you today is my shepherd's provision fulfills all my needs. When David was a shepherd boy, he took care of his father's flocks. Okay, the place he was in is a dry, brown, sun-scorched wasteland. You know, one common mistake we all make today is when we picture the landscape of Psalm 23, we're thinking about New Zealand, right? Green pastures, wow, quiet waters. You know, sheep doesn't need a shepherd to find food in New Zealand because green pastures, quiet waters are everywhere. Sheep probably need a shepherd to stop them from eating too much in New Zealand. Okay, that's the first world problem for sheep here. The reality is quite opposite in David's case. Let me show you a photo of the real landscape of David's hometown from um, National Geographic, the real one, not from my uncle. <laughs> this photo, that's the real environment. You, you probably can see, you see the sheep here? So I guess those are father and son, it's sheepers, are uh, sheepers. So, that's the real landscape, okay? A place like that, those sheep cannot survive without sheep. So when we read Bible, we're gonna, we're gonna read the Bible in the original context, right? So that we can understand what God is truly talking about. So God wants us to understand, hey, your life can never be fulfilled without me. It's like a sheep in that environment. 
cannot survive, cannot fulfill without a shepherd. And as a shepherd, when you are tending flocks in thy landscape, you have to know the land and understand the seasons like the back of your hand. Because it can be a long way to find the next green pastures. You must plan in advance when, when the sheep will eat and make sure that when your sheep arrive there, the green pastures are available. So you're going to be very familiar with the land and the seasons. So here's the thing. A good shepherd doesn't just know where to find the green pastures, but also know when it will be ready. In the same way, God knows what you need, where to lead you, and precisely when to provide for you. So that's why, you know, when we are in, photo, sorry, when we are in the landscape like that, we don't need to be rushed, okay? We don't need to be anxious for quick results because God will provide for all your needs in the right place at the right time. You know, in 2013, Ten years ago, I got married, and uh, and back then, and I was I already started my own business, so, so I, I was working full time on the construction side. So one day there was a digger doing earthwork on my side. It was a digging, digging, and suddenly it stopped. You know, it get, get stuck there, but the engine was still on. So that was weird. What happened? So I get closer and, and climbed up the tracks and take a look. What did I find? The digger operator had fallen asleep right on the seat while the machine was still running. What's even crazier is he woke up when I turned off the machine. It's off, okay? It's off now. Don't panic. I asked him, what, what happened to you, mate? He said, oh, sorry, Shane, sorry. My third child was just born recently. I haven't been asleep well for a few days. I said, wow, listen, I'm a man of mercy, okay? And <laughs> why laugh? <laughs> I look after people who work with me. So when I heard he hasn't slept for a few days, I said to him, hey, brother, I'm going to buy you a strong coffee, okay? You're going to keep working. <laughs> sorry, I was not a good shaper, I confessed. I'm sorry. I didn't make him lie down on green pastures. I just make him drink long black, double shot. So, so that instant, makes me reflect on my own situation. Here was my situation. I was working full time, you know, as a businessman, and I studied part time at Lelo. I just got married. I need to spend time to build my marriage, and I serve in the weekend uh, 
uh, on Sunday in the church. So six days work and study, marriage, life, serving in the church. Too much going on in my life. And we are working on having a baby. So I was thinking, listen, I already fall asleep in the classroom before I had a child. I mean, if my child, and that was Hannah, if Hannah was born, I don't think, oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. You are a better shipper than I am. <laughs> Quiet water. Can I have a long black as well? <laughs> so I cannot juggle that. So I have to make the decision. And after prayer and soul searching, I became convinced I need to go to Lelo to study full time, finish my qualification because that was my priority. I always knew my calling was in ministry, not in building industry. So that was always my priority. I need to go to Lelo, finish my um, qualification, study full time for one year. So I shared my thought with my wife, Yvonne, well, she supported me completely without hesitation. And I have to say, I couldn't have do, uh, been doing what I'm doing now without her support behind me. I truly appreciate that. But here's the challenge. That means I have to put my business on hold for at least one year. But you know what? Anything can happen during that year, right? Nobody can guarantee when you finish your qualification, come back to the industry, job will be available for you. But that was not my priority because I follow the guidance of my shipper. And I believe my shipper will provide for all my needs in the right place at the right time. So I went to Lilo, full year study, full time, and come back 2015, and then Hannah was born, wonderful. But, and then I was facing another challenge. I didn't have work to do when I got back to the building industry. Because all my clients, they already find contractors, right? They don't need me. So, so the landscape of my reality looks like the wilderness. Green pastures disappeared. And timing, good timing, have gone. But I believe my shipper will provide for all my needs in the right time, uh, in the right place, at the right time. Let me share with you Philippians 4 verse 19. My God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. This verse means God will meet all our needs. It's not based on our ability, our understanding, or our circumstances. It's according to his glory, his power, his grace. This means that nothing in the world can hinder God from providing for your needs. Remember this, time cannot hinder God. Economy cannot hinder God. Nothing can hinder God from providing for your needs. So in 2015, second half of the year in 2015, when I was in the midst of uncertainty, 
out of blue one day, my biggest client called me. He said to me, hey, Shane, I know you are back. Okay, I got a new subdivision in Green High. I was not supposed to start this project, but recently I just feel the right timing has come. Can you manage this project for me? Man, that was, that was something too good to be true because he was such a great developer. I could imagine many contractors wanting to work for him. I couldn't believe he still needed me after more than one year without doing anything for him. So it was something I couldn't have planned for, right? I couldn't just tell him, hey, listen, hold your business and keep your business on hold and don't do any developments until I come back in 15 months. It was impossible. But Jesus once said, for man, this is impossible. But for God, all things are possible. From a human perspective, it doesn't make sense, but it all makes perfect sense. When you understand God is your shepherd by your side, and his provision is not based on your ability, your understanding, or your circumstances. His provision is according to his glory, his grace, his power. So he will provide for all your needs in the right place at the right time. So friends, if you find yourself seeking opportunities, but the landscape of your reality looks like the wilderness, you feel like a thirsty, hungry sheep seeking green pastures, quiet waters, Remember this, you have God in your life. He is right here for you. He is your shepherd by your side. He will guide you, support you, and provide for you. Let's go back to Psalm 23, verse 1 to 3. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. You know, in the wilderness, when sheep are thirsty, they might just drink from potholes. When they are hungry, they will chew on whatever they found in the dirt, even if it could harm them. They don't care. It's similar to us when we are in a rush for quick results. We may end up taking shortcuts and straying away from God's direction. Today, God wants, to realize, God wants us to realize through Psalm 23, it's that we don't need to rush or be anxious. Instead, be patient and obedient. He is our Shepherd. And God wants you to know you deserve much better than what your immediate circumstance may offer to you. Okay, you deserve much better than what your immediate circumstance may offer you. So, friends, don't settle for drinking from potholes, don't settle for eating from the dirt. Trust. Trust in God, and he will lead us to lie down in green pastures beside the quiet waters so that we can find rest 
refreshment and peace in Him. Worship team, please come up. Jamie, can you pass me um, tissues? When my uncle was here, I remember one day we were on the way to a meeting. We arrived at the meeting place and um, we parked our car in the park car, uh, car park. So we jumped off the car. I always walked faster than my uncle, okay, because I was always in a rush. So as I was walking, I heard my uncle was shouting behind me, Hey, look at this. <laughs> this is incredible. I was like, once again, oh. So I went over and looked, hey, Uncle, what are you looking at? And he said, hey, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I said, yes, wheat. <laughs> you know those, you know, um, flat, leafy plants, you know, growing on the surface of your driveways? We call it weeds. I said, Uncle, we got, I, I got a weed killer, you know, to get rid of those things in our driveways. My uncle chuckled. He said, hey, you have no idea what this plant is. This plant can only survive in the environment with extremely clean air. In China, you need to go to a high land with at least 4,000 meters of altitude to find plant like this. Do you understand? I said, Uncle, I don't understand why people climb 4,000 meters to see wheat. <laughs> Friends, and then my uncle said to me, Shane, I cannot believe this plant can grow just in car park. Hey, how clean is the air in New Zealand? This is a land of blessings. He said to me, this is a land of blessings. Friends, do you know you are in a land of blessings? <laughs> no matter whether you're born here, or brought by God to this place, you are in a land of blessings. We all know what's going on in the world through the news. When you look at the world, imagine you will see actually New Zealand is like the green pastures, the quiet water in the wilderness. It's a place for God to bring his people to find rest, refreshment, and peace in him. You know, our church is called Elam. We are Elam. Just like the oasis in the wilderness that God provided for the Israelites to find rest, refreshment after they escaped from Egypt. In Exodus 15, verse 27, it says, Then they came to Elam, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there 
near the water. That's who we are. We believe we are chosen by God to build a community in the heart of New Zealand's largest city where people from all around the world can find rest and refreshment on the journey of life. We are building a community where people from all around the world can call home. We are building a community where people can find healing, hope, and strength through the power of the Holy Spirit. We are building a community where everyone can confidently say, my shepherd provides, and his provision fulfills all my needs. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your provision. We thank you for your amazing grace in our life. We thank you for this privilege. We can, we can build this Elam in the heart of Auckland City. We can become the host of your green pastures in the world to accommodate your people from all around the world and help them to find rest, refreshment, and peace here. Thank you, Lord. We pray for your blessing over everyone here. We pray for your strength to be with us all the time. And also, Lord, please keep this passion in us so that we can always, always serve and reach out to the community to welcome the people who come through our doors with joy, with love and grace. Thank you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.